Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Oh, wow. Welcome to the... Thank you. I'm supposed to the mic. Is that right? There you go, Brendan. Now you're getting it. Now you're telling me how to work this whole situation, this whole scenario here. Well done. Don't be afraid to boss around the old man. Uh, this is the second hour of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and much more at digitex.ca. Well, every game day, we bring Reed Wilkins uh, on the air down at Rogers Place, but today, the team practice at 9.30 in the morning, so we're back over here by 11 o'clock. Reed, of course, is a huge Def Leppard fan, so we thought we'd pay homage. Thank you for that. Great moment. The first preseason game this year at Rogers Place. First time I ever have the honor of sitting next to Brendan Escott in our perch eight stories above the ice. And Pour Some Sugar on Me is played between whistles. And I kind of go to Brendan and I'm like, hey, it's uh, some Def Leppard. Now, Brendan has not obviously known me very long. He's known me like three weeks. He looks at me and he goes, so is this Def Leppard thing a joke with you or do you actually like them? I was like, no, Brendan, I, I actually like them. Thanks. Are you not a fan of Def Leppard? What do you listen to, by the way, Mr. Escott? I, mean, I love Def Leppard. I am as eclectic as it gets. Now, so. now let's just give a, an age, a, 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 instead of a range finder, an age finder here. So so I'm I'm early 50s. Reed, what are you now? 44. 44 chicken. Remember that? Chicken on the way? 44 oh, chicken. Anybody ever get that back in the day? <laughs> Texas is 6.30, 30. John Short used to give away uh, chicken on the way. And let me tell you, a lot of times chicken on the way never actually made it to the place. <laughs> And Lido. He had Lido, too, back in the day. All right, so, Brendan, you're how old? I turned 24 last week. Oh, man. Oh, oh it was 1990 was a great year. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so, okay, so what do I listen to? Um, I listen to the same stuff you listen to. I've, I told Reed that night, that same interaction, I said, well, I actually own Def, Def Leppard's Greatest Hits album. And then Reed replies with, which one? And that's where he lost me. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I didn't know that Def Leppard had more than one uh, greatest hits album. Me neither. So, like, you you listen to U2? Yeah, I love U2. Tragically Hip? Absolutely. Okay, The Police? Uh, a little bit. Uh, Ushkabaha? Pardon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who they are. Either. <laughs> They're a Celtic band. Okay. Gesundheit. Uh, <laughs> me, Mom, and Morgenthaler? Absolutely not. <laughs> You've never heard of Me, Mom, and Morgenthaler? No. I've heard of Morgenthaler. They were a Montreal-based band in the late 1980s. Uh, Blue Rodeo? Not so much. SNFU. <laughs> Excuse me? SNFU. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll go uh, Bob Stoffer CJSR compilation for 300 yeah, This is great. <laughs> uh, 
There you go. I mean, you got to have listen to any country and Western? Country and Western. Okay, so because I'm new to Alberta, I know this is going to piss a lot of people off, but that is the last kind of music that I would listen to. Oh, I, I believe we say peeve on this show. Oh. That would upset listeners. Jeez, yes. Or excuse geez. me, we'll scrub that out later for the podcast. <laughs> well done. You're learning already. <laughs> It's rather ironic, given our guest at one uh, thirty, because the only time uh, we've got Brian Burke coming up right today at one thirty, and the only time uh, the National Hockey League ever personally contacted me to directly uh, to uh, obtain audio uh, copy was because of uh, something that was said once about Brian Burke. But I digress. I'm looking forward to having him on. So uh, you, you're not a big, but you're from like Kamloops or something. There's lots of country out there, isn't there? <laughs> there is. I was an outcast there too. It's terrible. But the funny thing is, so you know, I'm still of bar. Are going age right, and they 24 teach- is bar. I got news for you. This is even in your 50s, it's still bar going age. Okay, like- I've just transitioned from you know the a particular establishment in town more to the White Avenue scene. Okay, but because they teach line dancing here in Alberta and they don't teach it in BC, again, I'm on the sidelines while everyone else is no, dancing no, to country no. music. You, you know what? Sit back here. I'm going to give you some advice on how you can learn how to line dance. First of all, with your generation, with everything that's going on in society, rule number one. <laughs> Let the women come to you. Okay, right? Like if you're a nice guy, mm-hmm. not a jerk, polite, nice, you know what? Women will come like this generation of women, they've been they've got an incredible amount of confidence. And a guy like you they can pick up on the fact that you're a bit of a wallflower, wallflower personality <laughs> and they'll teach you how to line down. I'm sure, Brendan, we can find Are you got a girlfriend by the way? I do, yeah. Oh, okay. Well so much for that. Yeah, I, I better kill this here. Oh, you knew that? Well you yeah. I get to well, know I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, well, can't your girlfriend teach you how to line dance? She's tried. I'm just not particularly uh, good at it, I guess. I, I was know. a terrible dancer. I, I, twinkle Toes Stoffer, that's what they called me. Uh, at, at a friend of mine's wedding, which took place at Yanni's Taverna, which is a Greek restaurant on White Avenue, at one point I was actually dancing with nine, nine women at once. It was quite incredible. Those days are about uh, 60 pounds and three chins ago for myself. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so, But uh, anyhow, Reed, thanks for coming on yeah, and talking about absolutely nothing. Reed, get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get to it. We got Reed, we got a game tonight. It's a serious game thing. We got the Arizona good. Coyotes. This is great. Arizona Coyotes. Curious to see. Uh, I heard you mentioning some of the injuries earlier. Uh, from their standpoint, they're going to be fun to watch. Interesting Are, to watch because do you want their kind? Their kind of Bob Stoffer lineup. Want their your best guess at the lineup. How many? Anybody I haven't heard of on this team? Oh, no, I think I've heard of most I, of them. I would hope if you're a guy that works a show called Inside well, Sports. Every once, but every once in a while in the preseason, you get a guy where it's like, hmm, hey, I'm not sure where he came from. Uh, Jacob McFlicker? I mean, they, they did... <laughs> They, they were better at the end of last season, but they started 0-10-1, so they were playing 68 games worth of, of uh, we don't know where we're going with this. But, yeah, I mean, I know Garrison's kind of a bit of a focus today. You had a good chat with him, and he looks kind of poised to maybe grab it here now, partially because Yerbeck hasn't stepped up, and I don't know how young they want to go on the blue line. I think it's their preference not to have both Bouchard and Bear there. So maybe Garrison is a guy who can play, you know, 35 to, to 50 games and do a decent job. All right. Uh, very quickly, some texts coming in on our West Lock 4 text line. You have some support, Brendan uh, Scott. Uh, there you go. Uh, the Haas has texted the show to say, Bob, SNFU tribute show at the Starlight, October 26th. Just saying. Uh, Topher says, Bob, can we talk a little Oilers today? Do you think that would just be okay for once? Dustin says, Bob, I thought this was Oilers now, not Dr. Laura. Actually, this station used to have Dr. Laura. In fact, it might have even had it 
it in the slot, if I recall. Uh, this text out of Edmonton, Bob, friends, don't let friends line dance. Thank you. Uh, hey, uh, Brendan, we're not all rednecks. Uh, country music is awful. See, I don't think that country music necessarily means you're a redneck. If you like country music, it means you're a redneck. I- I'm-, I'm sorry. I don't think so either. I think you can even be a left-wing redneck. Because to me, a redneck is somebody that's so narrow-minded they can't accept anybody else's opinion, either on the left or on the right. And I know right now all the leftists are going to get upset with that. Well, I appreciate the support, guys. Thank you for making so, me feel at home. <laughs> I never knew that. I never knew that friends don't let friends line dance. I, I never knew that that was an issue. I didn't know line dancing was still a thing, but apparently it is. Did you ever have the achy breaky mistakey? Uh, <laughs> I know the I know the song. The, the haircut that Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, I never had, had that. You no, never I had never, that Billy I Ray Cyrus. Do you Do you know who Billy Ray Cyrus is? <laughs> I know his daughter. Yeah, I bet <laughs> you. <know> his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was supposed to come to Big Valley, and he had to cancel because his plane didn't work. Really? Yes. Well, uh, I don't maybe. know what songs he would have done. Probably Achy Breaky Heart. I can tell you, times. it's never a good thing. Like, when you lose cabin pressure, you don't want to fly. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yes, and you experienced that recently. Yes. And, yeah, there we have it. All right, let's get the storylines in tonight's game with Reed Wilkins from Inside Okay, Sports. well, Garrison, Koskinen. Koskinen. Stop the puck. Yeah. I mean, they, it did has... You, did you accept my... People said, has Montoya been given a fair chance here? And what I stated was, look, he missed the window that he had last year when he came aboard. They signed Koskinen. They got in a bidding war with him. Other teams offered him multi-year deals. They got to see... It's Koskinen's job to lose. Yes, no it's, matter what. He's going he's gonna to get every chance right. to lose that job. Right. And let's face it, if... Uh, Yerbeck was on a PTO and Garrison had a one-year deal. Yerbeck would have already been released for the P- from the think PTO. So? There's no question he's nose. Yes, I he, do think that. He's nose. He, he's nose ahead. And given that he was so late to get signed, we'd be naive to believe there isn't a fallback position for Yerbeck at some stage. So we'll see. I think he's going to play. Just so you know, I think he's going to play Saturday against the Flames. Sure, for Yerbeck. He has to. Bouchard Bear. Can you have both? Uh, I'd prefer not to, okay. uh, just because they're they kind of have the same element. They kind of bring the same thing, but Bouchard brings it at a higher level. Like his offensive game is uh, better than any Oilers defenseman right now. Some of the passes we've already seen him make from inside his own blue line to the offensive blue line, we haven't yeah. seen Oilers defensemen consistently make those in recent years. I they both, you know, are going to have to learn more about the defensive game. Yeah, it'll be tough if Bouchard learns it on the fly, but he has to be here at the start of the season. I think Bouchard has a higher ceiling than Bear. Oh, for sure. Well, look, but you know what? Drafted alone. Look at the age. You know, in a couple of years from now, they both might be on the defense. Oh, absolutely. Bouchard's going to be here a couple of years. That's it's just going to be how hard. You know the candidacy for Bear moving forward. Like, is he? Because you've got Benning and you got Larson, and Larson's going to be here because he's an excellent. He is. He is what he is, which is a very good shutdown, hard-nosed defenseman. Benning, I think Benning's a serviceable number five NHL D man. I think the hope for Bouchard is that he eventually becomes a top two defenseman. Mm-hmm. He's going to need a lot of work between now and then to make that happen. All right. So we talked about. So the where goal. is it more valuable for him to learn at this? Year? Well, it, yeah, there, there's the question. So he can't go to the A. Yep. If he goes back to London and puts up an obscene amount of points, I mean, does but does he does, does he progress if that happens? Well, they got Boquist there too, so he's not going to have to play thirty five minutes a game oh, and, like he was last year, right? Sure. Because the Hawks have already sent Boquist down, who went eighth overall, and Boquist is owned by the London Knights as well. Uh, I've got something for you to think about in terms of Bouchard and Bear, and I don't have this answer myself because I'm going to translate it to Paul Yarby in a second. I'd be intrigued to know 
what the top end guys on the team think regarding Bouchard versus Bear. Who they think's closer. Because, right? You know what? Some people pointed out the mistakes of Bouchard the other night. I mean, there was one middle zone breakout where he turned the puck over, mm-hmm. and we addressed on yesterday's show with Craig Simpson that Paul Coffey turned the puck over more than once or twice. Well, the, right. The, the standard can't be perfection. Right. But the standard has to be the, the quantity and the quality of the mistakes and, and the huge gaffes. I mean, didn't check the guy in front of the net, uh, was it last Thursday? Because if, uh, if the standard was perfection, you and me would have been toasted out of here a long time. Well, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing with Bouchard. Unfortunately, I think you have to just accept that, yeah, he's not going to be as good a defender as Adam Larson. Right, he's he's going to have to learn. He's going to have to learn how to check in front of the net. I mean, you know, McDavid had to learn some things about checking, and 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 he still is. But I guess it just depends on your willingness. How much uh, how much are you as a fan, for one thing, willing to tolerate from Bouchard, and how much are are, are the Oilers as an organization? How much are the coaches willing to say, "Okay, Evan, you know, the, we're, you're coming back to the bench, and we're going to have to tell you what went wrong on that shift, but make sure you're going out and trying to do these things right as well." Did you you were at practice just? Did you see Russell get hit? Yes. Where yeah. did where did he did he take the bucket? Yes, I think he Strom accidentally elbowed him in the head. Purely accidental. They were scrumming for a puck, and yeah. he got got yeah. jostled. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's I mean, that's the only wrench in this is what happens if there's a little bit of a tweak on, uh, you know. I mean, I Russell. I don't think Russell was slated to play this game. I think Garrison. You know, Garrison and Yurabic were going to split the final couple games. So we'll look forward to that. All right. I mentioned the fact what the players think. Pulleyarvi and his deployment. I personally believe he's in the perfect slot. I love that he's knocking it out of the park in the mm-hmm. preseason. He looks like a different player. But for me, it's important that when he plays with Strom, be it with Kyra or with uh, Reader that he's the focal point of that line and he's not deferring to anybody. Because well, I, he hasn't been... He's making the right play almost all the time. Let's face it, he's outplayed, he's outplayed dry settle and, in the preseason. He, well, he has, though, you know, let's be I know. patient here with Leon. Uh, it's been two exhibition games. Come gonna, on, Reed. He's going to be fine, and he might get a few more points on the power play than he did last year. I'm pretty sure about that. Pugliarvi's ability to just decide what play he wants to make and go out and try to make it is is such uh, it's just night and day from last year because he looked he looked so unsure of himself last year Bob and yeah. that's what did I say to you all summer I, I said Bob I don't know what he is is he a shooter is he a finisher is he a is he a playmaker is he a, is he a rugged four checker I don't know because you'd see all a little bit but but now he looks like a, a very assertive playmaker who is also willing to get that heavy shot on? I mean, a couple of, I mean, two goals, best play of the game that didn't result in a goal the other night against Vancouver. I mean, that rush to the net was otherworldly. You know, it's we get some unique texts to the show here, uh, Reed, on our Westlock 4 text line, and I want you to address a couple. Uh, uh, that a boy, Brendan. Country music is brutal, just brutal. Play uh, Clutch on the show. Anything from Blast Tyrant, and you'll be the most impressive Oilers now personality since Daily Doug out of White. Yeah, whatever happened to Daily Doug? I, well, I, you know, I don't even know what happened to Daily Doug. He's probably winning pools somewhere. Uh, this text comes in from Mark. Hey, Bob, I think uh, that this is the year that the Lethbridge Pronghorns win it all. From Mark. Well, they got a one in eight chance already. 
Because they're going to nationals. Uh, Mark, I'll tell you what. You want to make a little bit of wager on that? Oh, this is great. You got to do it, Mark. You got to do it, Mark. You prepared to step up? I'll give you 10 to 1 odds on 100 bucks. Bet them, bet them rock stars. I'll 10 to 1 rock stars. 10 to 1 odds, 100 bucks right now. Can we do this legally on the air? Can we bet rock stars? Maybe that's what we can do. I'll bet you uh, a free uh, something in soda. Uh, there's no chance. Uh, Lethbridge's coach quit, actually, in late August. Yeah, they, they had to get a new coach. Right they had to get a new year. coach. And um, they're taking a pocket knife in a gunfights once they get to Latin Ash. They're, and now, uh, Murray Nystrom is now the head coach there. He is not Mike Babcock. Which, hey, Alex Pruitt wrote it. Greatest coaching job Babcock ever did. So the right wing guy has been a terrific story. Defense is a question mark. Goaltending, we'll see with Koskinen. It's, well, it's a question mark. Four and one through preseason. Should Oilers fans start to get excited or it means nothing? I think Talbot put it well yesterday. Obviously, they want to win. Whenever they go on the ice, they want to win. But more so than the wins... Talbot complimented the process of, of how... Now, his game is strong, too. I mean, he made yeah. some oh, really yeah. nice saves on flurries against Vancouver, especially in the first period, that, that kept the Oilers tied and ahead by a goal. Uh, I, I think that they, they were embarrassed by last year. They're, they're irritated about it. They're saying all the right things. They appear to be doing all the right things. Uh, I think you can be encouraged by some of the pace of the play. There haven't been a lot of D2D passes. There hasn't been a lot of fooling around with it in their own end. They're, they're looking to push the They're playing ice. quicker and faster. The, the forwards who were challenged, who we've talked about a lot, the, the three right wingers have answered the bell. So you, you look forward to at least some of that carrying over in the regular season. Uh, and, you know, they appear to be a little more focused on, on, on checking and not cheating as there was too much cheating last season. So whether you're four and one or not, I think the, those stru- the, the process and structure. The, the, it, those are the things I think you can be excited about. All right, Reed. Uh, thank you for talking about uh, various things. And do you find it amazing that uh, Brendan Escott does not know there's not one but two uh, SNFU greatest hits albums? Oh, I didn't know that either, Bob. One day I'm just going to throw a curveball at you and get you to open with a song that you don't actually know the lyrics to, just to have some fun. Maybe Little Louie in the World, French Kiss or something like that, and see whether or not I can get you. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. Reed, what time does uh, the City Fort, City Fort face off? I'll be there at 6.05. I, have, I look uh, forward to having you on. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Relatives in town, and I'm uh, bringing a couple of them to the game tonight. So. Excellent. All right. Uh, we'll be back uh, with more on Oilers. Now, a reminder, Brian Burke coming up at uh, 1.35. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.